Welcome to Shooting for the Stars, a podcast series brought to you by Southern Cross Business Advisors, helping our clients identify and achieve their life goals. Just over one month left to go before the end of the 2022 financial year. Yes, that 30 June deadline is fast approaching. We can see the finish line, but we still have a little bit of work left to do before we actually get there. But rest assured, the team at Southern Cross Business Advisors is with you every step of the way with all of your tax planning and interim financial needs. Louis Bulzomi here for another episode of Shooting for the Stars, coming to you via our major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, The Podcast Index, and rss.com. And in today's episode, well, we're talking about more government money. Yes, we always love to find out whenever the government is ready to help financially reward small businesses. And in this case, they've got a nifty little rebate available to those who make their businesses more digital. It's the Small Business Digital Adaptation Program, which is a $1,200 rebate, which is being provided by the Victorian government via Business Victoria and the Department of Jobs, Precincts and Regions. So small businesses can access a range of digital business tools. Now, the Victorian government has partnered with 14 suppliers to help build or upgrade websites, improve cash flow, start online marketing, managing jobs and projects, and also keeping better track of stock. Now, those 14 suppliers, who, which any one of those, you'll be able to purchase an eligible product for this program, are as follows. The Australian Good Food Guide or the Food and Beverage Industry Equid Inc., that's E-C-W-I-D-I-N-C, end-to-end retail. Intuit QuickBooks, there's an accounting program for business management. LawPath for legal services. Mr. Yum for food and beverage. Myob, another accounting program for business management. Reckon Limited, yet another accounting program for business management. Service Mate, that's Service M, and the number eight for trades job management. Shopify, I'm sure many of you are very familiar with Shopify and what it's all about for end-to-end retail. Square for end-to-end retail. And of course, I'm sure many of you have heard about Square as well and the the payment platform that it provides. Squarespace for website creation and e-commerce platforms. Trade Track, that's track without the C, that's T-R-A-K, for trades job management. The Victorian Automobile Chamber of Commerce or the V-A-C-C, many people are very familiar with them automotive services and fair to say our little favorite here at Southern Cross Business Advisors, Zero for business management and accounting software. So that's quite an extensive list of software providers that are partnering with Business Victoria and a DJPR for this program. But before you go ahead and jump into a free trial, ask yourself, are you eligible? Well, this particular program, it's very easy to meet the eligibility criteria. It's not as uh, extensive as what the COVID-related grants were last year, that's for sure. So what are the eligibility requirements? Well, you're a sole trader, micro business or small business that operates in Victoria and has been in operation since or before the 28th of March, 2021, hold an Australian business number and have continuously held that ABN made sure it's remained active since or before the 28th of March, 2021, then you meet the preliminary criteria to be eligible for the program. And when you go on to 
the website, business.vic.gov.au, and then click the grants link and then find the Small Business Digital Adaptation Program in that grants page. There is an ABN checker that you can locate and then enter your ABN, click submit, and it will spit out whether or not you are eligible. It'll tell you whether or not you have met the criteria based on that. So for example, I'll put my ABN in there and said, thank you, your ABN is valid for the Small Business Digital Adaptation Program. You can now access free workshop and product trials, attend as many workshops and trials, as many products as you like. After purchasing an eligible new product or upgrade, you can apply for a purchase rebate when you are ready. And then the apply now button appears. Now, bear in mind though, that you can't apply for the rebate while you are on the free trial, obviously. You haven't paid for it yet. So when you first pay for it and you receive the paid invoice that confirms that you have paid for the first months or fortnights or whatever the period is worth of subscription, that's when you can apply for the rebate. Now, you need to also attest that you are currently operating your business and intend to adapt the business to a digital operating environment. So that will be, you will need to tick off during the application. You will be ineligible for the program if any information in the application is found to be deliberately false or misleading, which includes that you say you're going to adapt the business to a digital environment, but then all of a sudden you turn around and go, oh, well, I don't really need this now. I'm going to cancel the subscription. Well, if you do that, then you've been paid the $1,200. Well, they're going to ask for that money back. Well, they're going to ask for a portion of that back that wasn't used to pay the subscription. So be mindful of that. Now, products chosen by eligible businesses must be a new product not currently used by the business or an upgrade of an existing product with additional product features providing specific digital adaptation capability. For example, upgrading an existing website to an e-commerce site or a product available under the program that has been used by the business before, so more than 12 months ago, that it would like to resume using. So that sounds like a bit of bad news for those, for example, using Xero, who have been using Xero for many years, haven't cancelled the subscription and left it for a year, and then come back to it. So the Small Business Digital Adaptation Program will not cover the cost of renewals of existing product or software licenses, or minor updates to existing products, for example, a software version update, or products purchased through a third party that are not licensed to the applicant for its own use, or products that are not available under the program. So yeah, a bit, a bit of bad news there for those who have been loyal users for a long time and are still with that particular software provider and still use that program and would look like a little bit of help. Unfortunately, Business Victoria would assess that as ineligible because they're saying, oh, well, you've already adapted. You've uh, seemed to be fine with it. You don't need the extra help. This is more encouraging new applicants, encouraging people to take up the programs brand new. So a bit unfortunate there, but look, if you do require more information, you want to get more clarification, by all means, contact Business Victoria on 132215. So once you've determined that your ABN is valid for the purposes of applying for this rebate and you've chosen an eligible product and you've gone through the free trial, how does it work then for you to get to receiving the money? Well, sign up and purchase your preferred digital product through one of the partner suppliers by 11.59 p.m. on the 18th of July, 2022. So you do the free trial or you may decide, look, I'm very happy with it. I'm not going to go through the entire free trial. I'm ready to pay now. So for example, with zero. 30 days is what you get for a free trial. You might say, after 10 days, I'm ready. I've seen enough. I'm happy with this. 
I'm ready to pay. So you can do that. As long as you've done that by 11.59 p.m. on the 18th of July, 2022. Obviously, you'd want to go a few days at least earlier so you've got time to get the application in. Now, you will be required to provide a supplier receipt or paid supplier invoice that reflects your business name as part of your application. Now, Business Victoria does have a link to examples of invoices that are issued by the 14 supplier partners. So you can just find that link, click on it, it'll spit out a PDF of each of the invoices that those suppliers provide. It's a very extensive list. You can go through those and make sure that the one that you get matches one of those. Now, rebate covers 12 months access to your products. So you've got to apply for that by no later than 11.59 p.m. on the 18th of July, 2022 via the Business Victoria and Department of Jobs, Precincts and Regions portal. Please note the program may close earlier if all funds are exhausted before this date, so we encourage you to apply as soon as possible. Given we are now heading into June, yes, that time is ending quick. So be sure to get your applications in ASAP. Now, once your application is done, you get notification that, yes, you've been approved. After six weeks from then, Approved businesses will be asked to complete a survey to confirm that they are still using the approved product or products. This is a mandatory step that is required to receive the rebate. So once you get the application done, it's submitted, Business Victoria comes back with an answer saying, yes, you've been approved. You've still got to do this survey. It happens six weeks after you get the acknowledgement of approval. So yeah, there's a bit of time to wait until the rebate comes through, but hey, all part of the process. Unfortunately, there's nothing that can be done to change that. There's no way they can fast track it. It's just the way it's operated with uh, Business Victoria. So yeah, get the application done, get the approval within five, 10 business days or thereabouts. And then six weeks from then is when you'll receive the survey. You must fill that out to confirm that yes, you are still using the program. You have not canceled the subscription. You're still paying it on time. And then from there, that's when you'll get your rebate. Now, We'll also be required to respond to short surveys at six and 12 month intervals from when everything is ticked off and you receive the money to help Business Victoria understand how businesses have benefited from the program and the product or products. Now, unlike the survey that you need to complete after six weeks in order to finalize the rebate and finally get paid, these surveys at six and 12 months won't ruin your chances of keeping the money and Business Victoria asking for the money back but it's still recommended that you do do them to give Business Victoria that crucial feedback that they need to ensure that the program was a success and that you are enjoying the new digital product or products that you have purchased. Now, onto the fun part, and that's the application itself. So once you've validated your ABN, you click the yellow Apply Now button and it'll take you to the introduction page, what you need to know before completing the application form. So you skim through all the information there and then tick the four boxes down the bottom to confirm that you have read and understood the program guidelines, that you've understood that to receive the rebate, the business must have purchased a digital product available under the program and be the license or subscription holder. So you can't have a third party handle the subscription for you, even if you reimburse them back, you have to be the labeled subscription holder or licensee. Understand that the rebate is not paid upon the submission of this application. Businesses will be contacted six weeks after applying for a rebate to confirm that they have begun to adapt their businesses to a digital operating environment and establish product use. The rebate will be paid upon confirmation of continued product use and that you understand that an 
Eligible business, as defined by its ABN, is only eligible for one rebate for the life of this program ever since the program began in its first round back on the 15th of November 2020. Now, tick the box down the bottom that verifies that you're not a robot per the recapture software system, and then click next page. So, section one, are you eligible to apply? First question, I have operated and continue to operate a business located in Victoria since 28th of March 2021 or earlier. You to guess to that. You hold a valid ABN and have held that ABN continuously since the 28th of March 2021 or earlier. You to guess to that. You attest that your business is currently operating and attest that you intend to adapt your business to a digital operating environment. You say yes to that. And then you attest that you'll use a $1,200 rebate towards reimbursement for a subscription or access to a products available under the program. Dick, yes to that. So yes to all four of those. Now, you might be asking the question though, do I have to spend the whole $1,200 in 12 months? Not necessarily. For example, you know, Zero might have a, a subscription where you're only paying the starter program of $27 a month. So obviously you're not going to spend $1,200 in the 12 months if you stay on the $27 a month package. However, it's there to use for that particular period. Even if you don't use it all up, it doesn't matter. Just keep on using it over and over and over until it's all exhausted. I mean, if you do cancel it prior to that 12 months and Business Victoria finds out, you may be asked to pay it back. So just be mindful of that. But no, the $1,200 is irrespective of how much your subscription is, as long as you keep holding that valid subscription right through the first 12 months at least. So then you click next and you'll be asked to log in if you have already got a DJPR account. If you don't, then you'll be directed to register. So go through and fill out the username and password fields or register up. And if you have an expired password, you'll be asked to enter a new one. Now, bear in mind, if you are setting up a new DJPR account, you may be required to verify your email address. So keep your inbox open to check if you do receive an email from the DJPR just to click a link and verify your email address before you move on to the next section. Now, the next section, applicant details. So you put in your business name and the ABN, and then that will spit out the entity name and then determine whether or not your ABN status is active. So the DJPR will pull that information from the Australian Business Portal and you'll get the word active or inactive. So if you're active, obviously keep going. Then you put in your address and there is a, a search bar where you can put that in and then click the address once you see it. If you have any issues with that, you then have the option to fill out the address fields manually. Contact details of the person completing the form. You put your details in if you're the one making the application. It's optional to put the role within the business. You can just put the owner or you can put you know, whatever title that you have within the business, director, anything of the like. Uh, your phone number. Now, if you don't have a landline in the phone direct box, you can put your mobile number in there. Just remember, you have to put the Australian International Code plus 61 first, drop off the first zero in your normal domestic phone number, and then put the rest in. So for example, mobile number, you'd put plus 61, and then take the first zero off, and then put the four, whatever it might be after that. So plus 614, and then the rest of the number. If it's a landline number, it'd be plus 613, given the area code in Victoria's 03, and then the rest of the number accordingly. There's a little information, little bubble there that you can click on as well to assist you with that. 
Then your email address, which you'll put in in the top box and then confirm in the bottom box. Then it says for accountants or professional advisors, are you an authorized business representative representing the business? So if you're an accountant or tax agent or lawyer who's making the application on the business's behalf and you tick yes to that, ensure that you are an authorized representative as stated on the Australian Business Register. If you're not, get on there and update that detail to ensure that you'll have no issues making the application should there be a data check. So definitely get on the Australian Business Register and update the details there to confirm that you are an authorized representative. After that, you'll then click the next page and it'll take you on to section three, which is the proof of identity section. So you've got one of four options here, your driver license or learner permit, your Medicare card, your Australian visa, or Australian passports. So the most common one would be the driver license or learner permit there. Then you tick two boxes where you understand that if your proof of identity cannot be verified, you'll receive a follow-up email with instructions to amend your proof of identity details and acknowledge that on receipt of a follow-up email, if you do not rectify your application's proof of identity details prior to the application closing date, your application may not be considered by the department for this program. So if, so if you made a mistake with your identity upload, don't despair. It doesn't mean that you're going to be knocked back and be ineligible. You'll just get an email from the DJPR saying, look, we're going to give you an opportunity to update your identity details and we'll do a, another check. But if you don't get that done by the closing date or when the funds are exhausted, that's when you miss out. So for the purposes of this exercise, we'll choose driver license. So you type in your driver license number at the top, the state of issues. More than likely, you'll be favoured if you pick Victoria, but of course, you may have a licence that is interstate. Like, for example, up here in Mildura, we've got New South Wales' barely five-minute drive over the Murray River. And many people who operate their businesses in Victoria have a New South Wales driver's licence. So you should be fine with that. You shouldn't have any issues at all. And then you put in your given name as it states on your driver's licence, your family name as well, no middle initial, and then your date of birth, you will select that as well. You can put it in manually or you can use the calendar function on the form. So once you've done that, you then click on to the next page and it's section four, proposed activities. So tell us how you'll be fully expending the $1,200 rebate against your purchased digital products. So you've got six options to choose from here. Reimbursement for 12-month access, reimbursement for more than 12-month access. So those who saying that, well, well, the amount that I'm paying per month won't reach $1,200 by the 12-month period. Well, you choose the second option here, reimbursement for more than 12-month access, and that should cover you. Reimbursement for a premium product or subscription that will exceed the $1,200 prior to 12 months. Remembering that you won't get a dollar-for-dollar dollar reimbursement. You're going to get $1,200, and that's the maximum. But you can choose that option if you so wish. Reimbursement of hardware fees for a digital product or service based on a percentage of sales to the value of $1,200, if that's what you're intending to enter into. Reimbursement for multiple digital subscriptions or access offerings to the value of $1,200. So you may choose more than one that's on the eligible list as we mentioned earlier in the episode and then pick that option. Or there's the other where you have to specify what you're doing. I'd probably advise not to pick the other one. You know, the less is more in this case. So for the purposes of this exercise, we'll just do reimbursement for more than 12-month access. For example, choosing zero and knowing that the monthly fees are not going to reach the $1,200 mark by the 12 months. You're going to extend beyond 12 months until you have paid off $1,200. Please select your chosen digital adaptation activity or activities from the available list. Implement a new digital product, 
make a significant upgrade of an existing digital product or reintroduce a digital product used previously, which must be a product available under the program and over 12 months since last use. If all three apply to you, then go ahead and do that. Um, for this exercise, I'll choose just the top option, implementing a new digital product. So you're starting from scratch. You're gonna pick zero, for example, and then do the free trial and then pay for it. So it's a whole brand new product for you. Just tick the top box. Now, you then tick the next box that says, I understand that this rebate must not be used to renew existing product or software licenses, undertake minor upgrades of existing products or for a product that is not available under the program. So ensure that you are adhering to that particular and strict criteria. Of course, Business Victoria and the DJPR can investigate more as to whether or not that product you're using has been used for quite a while. And if they find that's the case, then they can knock your application back. Just be mindful of that. Now, I have purchased a digital product between the 4th of April 2022 and the 18th of July 2022 directly from the following supplier or suppliers. So list again that we mentioned earlier, the Australian Good Food Guide, Equip Inc., Intuit QuickBooks, LawPath, Mr. Yum, Myob, Reckon, ServiceMate, Shopify, Square, Squarespace, TradeTrack, the VACC, and zero. So you can choose one, two, or all 14 of them if you've purchased something from each of them. But this example, we'll just tick the one and that'll be zero. How will this product enhance your business's adaptation to a digital operating environment? So you'll put a little one sentence line as to explain why purchasing zero, for example, is going to help you adapt to a digital operating environment. It'll allow you to streamline and simplify your accounting and tax obligations and also help assist your accountant to be able to give you advice in a more timely manner. So advice in real time because you've got updated information pretty much to the minute, then your accountant can jump on and have a look and then be able to provide you advice that otherwise would take a lot longer to give you because they need to work through a lot more if they have to handle manual accounting processes. So it can be stuff like that that you would want to put on there. But anyway, as long as uh, you have a valid reason as to how the product will enhance your adaptation to a digital environment, put that in there and away you go. Now, the first digital product, you put down the purchase date of the subscription or access per the invoice that you're going to upload. Next question, do you intend to use this product beyond the subscription or access period covered by the $1,200 rebate? You've got a yes or no option there. So you can pick either one. On the safe side, I'd pick yes. You might have a please explain if you have to pick no, which doesn't create a new pop-up box if you do choose no, but you may get asked by Business Victoria or DJPR down the track as to why you don't intend to use the product beyond the subscription or access period covered by the rebate. Be mindful of that. So I'll pick yes for this example. Then did you purchase another digital product? You can pick yes and then do the whole process again. For this one, we're just gonna pick no and keep it simple. Now, proof of purchase. I confirm I have proof of purchase, i.e. a paid tax invoice issued by my chosen supplier for a purchase made between the 4th of April 2022 and the 18th of July 2022. So you pick yes there. The proof of purchase I have indicates that expenditure of $1,200 or more, more than likely you're going to choose no for this and that's okay. Because then you'll have an opportunity down the bottom in a new text box to detail how your subscription or access will fulfill the $1,200 rebate. Bear in mind that you will be required to retain all associated receipts of purchase to add up to the $1,200. So in this example, just say continuous usage of the product beyond a total $1,200 cost. It seems pretty reasonable to put that in there. 
Note that if the product is subscription-based, then add up the monthly costs over the planned purchase period. That's all you need to do. So if you're pretty comfortable with zero, for example, that you're going to use it for quite some time, you should be able to meet the $1,200 without an issue. Total cost shown on proof of purchase, you just put down the GST inclusive amount, not the exclusive amount, the GST inclusive amount, so the total amount that you paid. Now, if you are choosing a product from Mr. Yum, it requires a payout summary tab transaction that shows earliest transaction dates. So this is for hardware, which needs an additional invoice to go with your subscription. If it's square, it requires a GST tax invoice showing dashboard payment history. So keep those in mind if you're going through Mr. Yum or Square. Then down the bottom, you'll upload the invoice itself and then you've got options to upload any additional aid supplier tax invoices if it is applicable or even another attachment on top of that. So moving on to the next page, section five, uh, the fun one. I always loved getting to this page when it comes to a grant application or a rebate application, the bank account detail page. So what is the name of your Australian bank account? So name of the account, not the name of the bank itself. So the name in which the account is under. So your name or the name of the business. BSB that is associated with that account and the account number. Now, when you put the BSB in to know that it's a valid BSB, what will happen is you'll get a quick refresh and then you'll see the name of your bank and the branch where that particular BSB belongs. So for example, Westpac Robinvale with a BSB of 733250, that will generate if it is valid. Then you put in your account number and then you're asked to put the account number in a second time to confirm it. And then tick the box that says, I verified the BSB number and account number entered above against my Australian bank statement and can confirm they are correct. So you just make that declaration. From there, you'll move on to the declaration and agreement page. So you just skim through all the information, pretty much just the terms of agreement for making the application and saying that you are agreeing to everything and that everything is true and correct. Then you put your full name in and then you go to save and preview. And the last page, you can just skim over what you have answered. If there are any changes you need to make, you can just go back and click on the previous page button. You can save it as draft if you're not confident to submit it just yet and then let it sit until you are ready to make the official submission. But bearing in mind, of course, even though the 18th of July at 11.59 p.m. is the official cutoff date, it could end earlier than that if all the funds are exhausted. So just keep that in mind. Anyway, once it's all done, you click save and submit. And then you just play the waiting game and wait for Business Victoria to come back with you with an answer whether or not you will proceed then to the survey in six weeks time and then fill that survey out to confirm that you are still using the program and that's when you'll be able to get your $1,200. And that's how it's done. The Small Business Digital Adaptation Program brought to you by the Victorian Government via Business Victoria and the Department of Jobs, Precincts and Regions. If you need to find out more information, be sure to give Business Victoria a call, 132215, or you can go to business.vic.gov.au, click on the Grants and Programs tab at the top, search for the Small Business Digital Adaptation Program button, click on that, it'll take you to the program overview, then scroll down to the bottom and click on the Small Business Digital Adaptation Program guidelines and read through all of that because that contains the official information that you need to know 
before making the application. But of course, if you need a bit of extra assistance with that, by all means, get in touch with us here at Southern Cross Business Advisors and we'll be sure to assist you with your application as well. This is Louis Bulzomi signing off. And as always here at SCBA, our clients all have life goals and we're here to help them identify and achieve them. Goodbye.